0: the Wasting Time podcast. Uh, this is episode
1: 37, I believe, Chris. Did I get that right? You did, yeah, I just heard that just before. Yeah, we're flying through these now.
0: Second of the year? Second of 2020?
1: Yes, yes. How's it going? It's going all right. Yeah. Saturday morning, cup of coffee, um, weekend ahead of me. Are the wedding plans coming along? Yeah, they're coming along, mate. They're coming along like we are pretty much know what the date's gonna be and we're hoping to send like the safer dates out to people relatively soon amazing so yeah that's been keeping me busy really that's what most of january's been about for me really um yeah how how have you been
0: yeah it's all right it's a long ass month isn't it so um just just powering through almost at the end now um yeah just busy with work but i guess we've got something to look forward to now after booking our um tickets to the uh, Manchester Punk Fest. What's it
1: actually called? Yeah, Manchester uh, Manchester Punk Festival. Um, yeah, so so I I thought it would be might be cool for us to try and be there that weekend and try and speak to as many bands as we can. And you're on board, so we've we've got that all booked up, um, which should be fun. A few a few um, cool bands on on the lineup have already said yes, so so it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be fun arranging that because we've got an Airbnb which looking at the map is close really close to all the venues so uh cool i need to i
0: yeah i need to get into the um to get into some of the bands i mean there's there's pr- pretty pretty hefty lineups lots of bands on there but probably quite m- probably more i don't know than not um then then sorry than i do so a bit of a uh, bit of research to to be done beforehand yeah definitely i saw they've got they have got a uh like a spotify playlist though the Punk fest, so I have to maybe get on that. That might be a good way to, right? Yeah, get a yeah. get a sense of all the other bands. Haven't quite, don't of you course. know don't don't quite know, but yeah, Flatliners, Red City Radio. I've
1: got the Flatliners are playing, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. A couple of bigger bigger names, yeah. yeah Red be City
1: good. Radio. I'm looking forward to seeing Broadway Calls. I haven't seen them for years and years. Yeah, I always really like their music. I'm surprised yeah, they're not like called out on the poster as
0: like one of the big like the big headliners are they they're kind of uh...
1: yeah because they're like the next stage down aren't they On it, yeah.
0: I suppose they have been haven't been particularly active though have they
1: but yeah it should should be like a fun time because I think it's almost like Britain's answer to to fest you know that we've talked about quite a lot recently on this podcast including on today's episode Um, you know which is obviously the thing you have in Gainesville every year and I know lots of people who go to that and um, you know it's supposed to be a good time and this is kind of Someone trying to do a, a, an equivalent in the UK and uh from all accounts it, it's always a really good time and uh and it's cool like just looking at the Facebook event I can see like loads of people I know going and stuff, like lots of former guests of, 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 of the well, obviously particularly the British bands who've been on this show before as well. So nice. yeah, it should be really fun. Really looking forward to that. Yeah. So I'm kind of, so I guess like, um I assume this is the same for you, but this'll be um will be this will be instead of slam dunk for you this year will it That's
0: yeah i think so yeah i think i've made the executive decision to give slam dunk a miss this year uh yeah unless unless something something gets pulled out of the bag that that really
1: um uh, changes my opinion. <laughs> what, what would what, what would that have to be for you
0: oh, i don't know i don't know um i don't know it could be it doesn't have to be like a huge like huge name in terms of you know popularity but just yeah yeah just a bit more I guess close at home in terms of my likes yeah, yeah yeah same same we'll see we'll see cool any any other
1: news and how's going on uh, yeah it's, just, it's a bit of new music we could just fire it through quite quickly um, well, a couple of things we talked about the other week that have since come out, so I'll see if you've listened to them. Got, uh, did, did you check out Haley Williams' song? Because I think that was the first thing we talked about last time. I did not. <laughs> okay. Um, spoiler, spoiler um, I'm not really a fan of it. Um, I don't think it's bad. It's very very kind of on trend, and it's not badly written at all, but it's just not my kind of music whatsoever.
0: Is it, I mean, are we, is it, are we kind of pop, Taylor Swift kind of... No, no, no draw, it's
1: six. you know like closer to like Bjork or something than Taylor oh. Swift. Oh, yeah, very sort of arty. It'd be like sort of co- like cool yeah. to like you know okay. an inverted. Me, no, I'd I'd be surprised if you liked it. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I say it's not bad, and I think and it's it's been received really well. So you know, good for her. But it's me, definitely. Fair enough. Um, I see our old friend Max Collins Eve six of I think I don't know if they're putting out a live album, but he's oh, released. Amazing. They've they've released a new single. Well, I say a new single. It's one of their old classics, Open Road Song, a live version of it, uh, which is cool. Working, I um, didn't see that. Where can you that? Oh, it's just, yeah, it's on all music and platforms. you. Yeah. just came out yesterday, yeah. Um, Spanish Love Songs put out another song, I see. Uh, Losers Part 2. Gave it a couple of lessons. It was pretty good. Pretty similar to the other two that they put from this album. It's coming out uh in february
0: i think it was they're they're on the road they're going on the road with the um with the menzingers aren't they in the european tour that's just kicked off
1: yeah 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 Did are you, are you going to, to your local show yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah it's february i think start of february so a couple of weeks time so i'm gonna try and um yeah try and get down um cool yeah
1: yeah i, yeah, Disney, I, I think Disney i've said before on the show i'm out of out of town for the london one so i am not seeing them this time I suppose another band right. on the road that just,
0: just kind of put their full album out um, they're over here at the moment, Anti-Flag um,
1: yeah yeah. what did you think?
0: Yeah, unfortunately they're not playing here because uh, I think the album's right. awesome <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> it's, isn't it? it's it's solid isn't it? it's solid start from finish and you know I think you know they've got that political edge I always had that political edge but I think obviously there's stuff now and you know uh, over in America that's really kind of pertinent and allowed them to really really kind of drive drive that message <laughs> um, yeah yeah
1: yeah definitely but you know
0: it's just I think it's just just pretty pretty listenable and fun and catchy and I mean it's even got like an acoustic track and like that last track that's got some horns in it as well it's like not what you usually would yeah. maybe expect from a from
1: an fag record but uh, yeah, it's it's What's your favourite song on it? It's
0: great. I've got a few, to be honest with you. Um, I love. Uh, let me pull it up here. Division track. Um only like a couple of tracks that just I'm not really too fussed about. Hate uh, hey Conquers All, love that. Christian Nationalist, it's been out for a while. I like that resistance frequencies that's got the horns in it. On the end. What's the stick track? Yeah. Is that the Un American?
1: Was it you make me sick? Yeah, it's Un-American. Yeah, no, like it's that. Un-American. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Um, well, I still really like the the most recent single, the D- the D- the D- D- disease um, Christian nationalist. Obviously, I love. Uh, I I really like the um, the title track, twenty twenty vision. Yeah. That's got a really nice uh, book on it. It's quite a short album though, isn't it? It's only like thirty minutes, thirty minutes long. Yeah, it's Eleven songs.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, but that's all right. That's fine. And uh, yeah, it's kind of it's not that different. Sound to the to the last album that we both really liked. So uh, yeah. yeah, well done, Anti Flag.
0: Talking of uh, other bands touring over here at the moment, I saw um I'm mean, well, the interrupter are on the road here at the moment, I think, but they're um they're going in the studio with Tim Armstrong in February. I saw saw the other day. So
1: oh, I didn't see that. Oh, very cool.
0: Yeah, should probably expect something from them. Yeah, yeah, he's producing the next one. So. Uh, I guess we can expect something from them Fantastic. a back end back end of the year or maybe 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 next year. Depend these things, I guess. Take some time, but um, yeah, it's yeah. good to hear.
1: Um, there was a new all time low song, um, which would have been one of the ones that Zach Safini wrote with them that he was telling us about at the time. Um, I don't know if you heard that. It's called some Kind of Disaster, which is a uh, good, okay. best all time low song I've heard in a long time.
0: Right, I haven't, no, I haven't heard that
1: one yet. Yeah, I'd re- I think I think you might like it. I'd recommend checking that out. Cool. Will do. um yeah I think that's all the the main things
0: no oh, I was I was actually reading up on the uh, machine gun Kelly pop punk album that
1: he's working on oh, uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie I'm very excited for that
0: yeah yeah well obviously he's working with Travis Barker but I saw he's um doing a collab with uh what's his name Brett Brett McCracken from the used on um, really? on one of the tracks uh, and' that's young bloods young bloods and <laughs> yeah, young... as well
1: young blood's on two of the songs right. I saw Travis. When's about, that two so. out, do you know? Uh, no, I haven't heard any word on that, but that could potentially be a lot of fun. Um because, you know, I I I, I think Machine Gun Kelly's you know's got some of his stuff recorded really and I, I, as you know, I love that song. He he's already done with Travis and young blood and this and he says and the fact that he says this is gonna be a punk album.
0: I yeah. Think. Yeah, yeah. He's talented, I'm really excited he's, for that. He's a talented guy. There's no, there's no doubt. Oh yeah, that. massively. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah here in, um Bert, Bert McCracken's involved. Certainly um, drilled up a bit more interest from my side. Anyway.
1: Yeah, that's got yeah. that's got the potential to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Should we get into it with the rational anthem then?
1: Yeah, I think it's just rational anthems. So but there's no, no be, yeah, right. To be nitpicky there. Okay. Um, yeah, so so unfortunately uh you had a back injury this week. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh at your misfortune there, mate. Um <laughs> but it kinda put you out um j- like just before we were about to record. So uh yeah, kind of You were rolling solo. Uh, yeah, made me roll solo, which uh felt a bit weird at first, but um it was fine. The these so it was Chris and Noel uh from the band and they were they were lovely and they were a lot of fun. Um, we, we, we have a bit of a joke about you at the start. I don't know if you've listened to it yet, but um, it was all in good fun. Um, but yeah, um, I really appreciate it. And we had some technical issues, which they were really patient with. So I want to thank them again for that. Um, if you haven't listened to it yet, (laughs) their, their latest album on, um, AF anti flags, that's anti flags label. Um, AF Records, came out late last year. Uh, It's got a lot of really good songs on it. What's it called again? It's called It's Only Permanent. Check that out on uh, wherever you get your music. And uh, have a listen to my chat to them now. Okay, so I am on the line with two-thirds of the band Rational Anthem. Do you know what? I didn't actually confirm this before, but I assume one of you is Chris, right? Yeah. Is your name... Is your name Chris? My name's Chris as well. Yeah, yeah, because in all the time we <laughs> oh, were, there's two of us. There's two of us. That's going to oh add to the confusion. But like, I think in oh. all, all the time we were emailing each other, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know if you had ever said that it was you, but I assumed it was. So, so I'm talking to Chris and, and well. How's yeah. it going, guys?
2: Good, how are you? Good.
1: Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm a little... I've been caught off my guard because I am here alone speaking to you guys, not speaking, not with my usual co-host, Nick, who, uh, you know, I kind of rely on having someone to bounce off or whatever, asking all the yeah. questions or whatever, but he's kind of, he's left me doing it by myself tonight, so I'm kind of <laughs> coping with that. Yeah. Did you say he hurt his back playing footy?
2: I, that's exactly <laughs> what I said, yeah. Well, he, yeah. that's how you guys say it, right? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Is that, is that actual Do You guys say we're, we're going to go out and play some footy? Yeah, we've been known to say that.
1: Yeah, I mean, You've
2: been known to say that? Yeah. Okay. Like so that. It is, and and that's, that's for us Americans, that's soccer, right? Right, yep. exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so he's out with a, with a hurt back because he was
3: playing soccer, football? Getting his footy on. Yeah. Getting his footy on?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so the story goes. And anyway. you're sure that it wasn't just to avoid this interview with us? I can't be (laughs) a hundred percent. Like, he sent me. That's okay. That's right. He sent me a picture of him like soaking in the in the bubble bath, and then one of him lying on his bed saying how he can't get to his laptop. Mm. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't buy it, but that's fine.
3: Probably on the laptop anyway. Yeah. and also, he has,
1: mm-hmm. he has been moaning about the fact that we've got Rational Anthem on the show for all week, so maybe that's
3: something. I that don't blame for that either. Right? Yeah. yeah, was that a good moan or a bad moan?
1: Oh, a bad moan, yeah. He can't stand you guys. A bad moan, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, get, we get a lot of bad
3: moans. Oh, so you guys are used to it. Yeah,
1: so, it
2: is. so it's all
1: good. So, it's all good. so, so um, anyway, how's it going with you? you? You were telling me just before that you had a job interview, Chris. How, how did that go?
2: um it went pretty well i might well oh, if i should be saying this oh, <laughs> no don't know nobody, we... no we... no, no, yeah, no,
1: nobody i work with is going to listen to this anyway okay. um oh yeah sorry i didn't think yeah I, uh... we can cut stuff out if, if, if it is borderline program. no
2: it, it's fine it's not a big deal yeah I, I worked at the same restaurant for a long time and this lady i ran into the other night is opening a new place it's still being finishing like being built and it's a it's a pretty cool spot and so she knows me and asked me to come in and look at the place and possibly hire me, so yeah i was uh I was just yeah basically at a, I don't even know if you'd call it an interview, but we were just talking about it, and basically if I want to work there, I can okay, I'm supposed to contact her and just think about it, so okay, I'm in a weird a little bit of a weird headspace um and might be like starting a new job sometime soon I don't know i'm i'm gonna I told her I would think about it, so okay. And then I walked home, and you called me from England.
1: Got it. Um, so I suppose that leads on to where you go. Are you guys based in Florida?
2: No,
3: Iowa. Okay. We're in Iowa.
1: Oh, do you know what? I did read, I did read that the other day. That's, I've done.
3: We it just talk about already. Florida a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. I was home-based, and now we've, we've moved.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we moved to Iowa about five years ago.
3: Okay. What, but we, but what, we go back
2: and visit Florida and visit our families a lot.
1: Okay, so, so all three of you are originally from Florida, are you?
3: Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: The, the long and short of it is, yeah, basically, yeah.
1: Okay, um, and, and how come you moved out to Iowa? Was that band-related, or did life come? Yeah, it was
3: all band-related. We were meant to move to Chicago, and then ended up in Iowa City because of Friends, and it's more centrally located here in the Midwest, which makes touring a lot easier, which was really the whole point of getting out of Florida. Okay. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Um, you
2: know the band? They're not really a band anymore. But um, Lipstick Homicide. Do you remember them? It
1: rings a bell. It rings a bell, but uh, I, don't, I feel like I'm not too familiar. But yeah, go on. Well, they're an
2: Iowa-based band, and they're friends of ours. And they were like, I don't know, five years ago, they were really active, and they were starting to get pretty popular. They like went out to New York and opened up a show for Green Day, and like they were, I don't know, starting to gain some notoriety, and they were good friends of ours, and we had been on some tours with them and played a lot of shows. Yeah, And so... We ended up actually living with them for a little bit, like a part of the first year that we lived in Iowa, and then we found our own spots and got jobs and all that, but initially we kind of wound up here because they lived here, and they were kind of the only people that we knew here, Um, and yeah, because like Noel said, because it's centrally located, we wanted to be able to tour more often, so Iowa just kind of became the spot because we happened to have a few friends.
1: Okay, and what's outside of them, what, what was that scene like when you first moved there? Like, what other bands were prominent, sort of, in the Iowa area? Uh,
2: well, Iowa in particular, not a whole lot. There's a few punk bands around in Iowa City where we live now. Okay. I wouldn't call it a scene, um, but I think more the idea was that we we're close to Minneapolis and Chicago and Wisconsin. And there's a lot of great bands that come out of there, um, all, all those places. You know, Minneapolis, you've got, well, I mean, it's also like Ohio. Like So any, any bands that come from this area, the Copyrights, the Dopamines, uh, the Brokedowns, um, Banner Pilot, um, you know, Chicago has an endless list of um, notable punk bands. So um, Iowa in particular, well, I mean, we've got... Slipknot, which is the most important, (laughs) as far as I'm fucking concerned. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've done all right for themselves. And they have done all right. Yeah, I think that band's selling tickets now.
4: They're cool. Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
2: Yeah. I think people show up to go see them. Um, So we've got Slipknot, but yeah, um, the surrounding areas, uh, the, the states that we're kind of connected to have a lot of great bands and venues and things like that. So Iowa, maybe not so much. Um, as far as like a scene here, there's not like there's not a lot of bands specifically out of Iowa that are in our genre, but the surrounding areas, like the states we're connected to, you know, Wisconsin, um, Illinois, Minneapolis, you know, Minnesota, there's a lot of great bands that we've always looked up to that come out of this part of the US. Yeah. And we're really close to all of them. And we get to play shows with them and we get to um, you know, we can tour around and play shows and um, get to see those bands. And so, Iowa specifically, nothing really sticks out, but we have a lot of those bands near us. Got it. Um,
1: and I kind of wanted to, to ask, so you mentioned, like, Copyrights, dopamine, um, Banner Pilot. Um, I've seen, I've heard you talk in interviews and obviously read, read this, you know, reading up about you guys, um, how you kind of, you describe the rational anthem sound is like sort of bling 182 early 2000s pop punk but then massively influenced by that kind of midwest scene as well like bands like the copyrights and teenage bottle rocket or whatever so like was yeah. that w- when you guys started out was were you conscious that you wanted to kind of embrace both of those scenes or did it was it did it more start like a, a kind of blink 182 vibe and then the more you played with bands like that it went down that route or was it all? Uh, or, or was it always kind of like this from, from day one?
3: I mean, I've always been heavily influenced by all those bands, and that's just kind of always the type of sound that I've played and written. So, not intentionally trying to sound like that, but that's just what I did. Yeah, but also,
2: <clears throat> I think Noel forgets sometimes that when the band first started and we had like a, this other guy, so the guy named Alex, good buddy of ours. Yeah. He sang in the band quite a bit, and it was kind of his and Noel's band before I jumped in. Oh, okay. Um, they used to write songs that were a little more like post-hardcore, like yeah. metal sounding like there were like guitar. We like to
3: be in drop D. Played
2: in drop <laughs> yeah, D. Yeah. Wrote kind of riffs, kind of bass ish well, Thrice and smooth. Thrice, oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that. They were doing that, and it was still pop punk, but yeah. it was more along those lines. It was a little techy, it was a little um, riffy, um, not so straightforward. And then Alex left pretty quickly, and then once Noel and I really started to take over, and I started to help write as well. Yeah, um, it like Noel and I grew up together, so we grew up, you know, listening to Blink, and that's always been our favorite band. Nice. And so I think it kind of went down that road uh, more naturally once her and I started to write okay. because okay. it's just kind of the stuff we knew how to write.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. What What did you think of that last Blink album on the subject
2: to them?
3: Oh, nine? Nah, not it a ma- fan. It made my soul hurt. <laughs> uh, I mean, they've got like nine yeah. different writers on each song.
2: It's yeah. real bad. Man. There's no dude ranch. Yeah. It's yeah. real. And I liked California. I thought, I, I still think California.
3: California's
4: pretty good. Yeah,
2: like that... That being their debut with Matt Skiba, I was definitely on the fence as to whether that was going to go well. And I think that album fucking rips. I think it's great. And then Nine was just like... A real disappointment. There's a yeah. couple tracks that have spots where I'm like, this is cool. They've got parts that are really good, but that's kind of about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was I was not thrilled.
1: Yeah, I'm pleased you guys said that. Like, California, for me, was like, I'm, maybe this is controversial, but it was like my favorite record of theirs since maybe Enema. Really? You know, yeah. I, I loved it that much. I, I get that. It's not mine, but I can totally see where you're coming from. Mm. Yeah, I just think, like, the yeah. timing of that and bringing in Skiba and Feldman, it really worked, but I'm completely on the same page as you guys with, with Nine, like... uh
2: yeah yeah wouldn't have been fucked up if i was like dude nine is the best album of all time and certainly the best blink album i can't gush about nine <laughs> or le- can we just talk about how good nine is for the next hour Would how sad would you have been
1: i would have been a bit sad and i would i think i would have politely disagreed and then just been a bit more quiet on this <laughs> i
2: think that's how <laughs> yeah, i you are that. too polite. I was just gonna say that you brits are too polite <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah um so yeah no nine was was bad but yeah man um i yeah california was good it was a good album i still listen to it
1: um so, so how long have have you been in the band now chris
2: um 10 years i'd say because oh, we started 20, okay. uh, 12 because i was 20 yeah 1920 but it's like 12 almost 13 because i'm 32 now and yeah i was around 1920 when they all asked um if I wanted to, like, come over and practice with them, had had you, Noel? Had you guys
1: been touring much before then, or did that kind of happen after Chris joined? And if so, was it
3: that happened after Chris joined? Um, the band before him was just me and my buddy Alex playing in a nowhere town in Wisconsin, and so, so we moved back to Florida to so that we could tour more. And then he kind of jumped ship, and I I got Chris instead. Shit deal, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> my boy bailed on me yeah (laughs) he did turns out he didn't want to live in a van for weeks on
2: end i don't get why and you know he wanted to like have a girlfriend and a wife not both Both. yeah yeah he he wanted (laughs) (laughs) probably everyone yeah
3: (laughs) and uh wanted to have a kid he wanted a normal life you know he's He's super happy yeah He's, he's stoked for us and I think he he may come to our upcoming show uh, in Minneapolis here. So, yeah, we weren't doing anything really before Chris joined because we didn't know what we were doing and we were still figuring out how to write songs and kind of what to do. Tell
1: me what it was like after Chris joined. So how 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 long was it before you got to do your first tour and and before yeah. you started putting out those EPs? Because you know I know you've got a couple of releases from about five six. Years it all ago. happened
3: fairly quick. Um, I mean, after Chris joined, we kind of. Got him learning all the songs and started writing new ones. And then um, a buddy of ours, uh, who was pretty in the pop punk scene and knew a lot more bands and connections and people that we didn't know, uh, was helping us out. And uh, there's our buddy Sam North that ran Traffic Street Records. Right. Um, So once Chris got in, we uh, started demoing new songs and put out a couple Splits with the straight A's and, um, it was that four way split we did with Iron Sheik and, oh, nice. uh, uh, New Creases? Yeah, no, New Creases were on that
2: one. Um, but it was, yeah, it was, it was yeah. yeah, Iron yeah. Sheik was on that. Was before, that was that, before anyone okay. knew about Iron Sheik. That was kind of cool. Yeah.
3: Okay. okay. So he kind of like saw what we were trying to do and really, uh, gave us a push and hooked everything up for us.
1: And then, and then like so, what what kind of tours did you go on, on off the back of, of, of those, those uh, splits and releases?
3: Just uh, crappy basement tours. I mean, they were super fun. Yeah, we were just uh, traveling around the country, playing small shows in basements, and yeah. yeah, trying to figure it out, which
2: we still do. I'm not opposed to a basement show; it's just fun. But but yeah, it was a lot of a lot of just a lot of guesswork. Yeah, yeah just guessing and playing in front of nobody. Yeah, yeah. A lot, of, a lot yeah. of that. A ton of that. And we still play in front of nobody a lot. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. a lot,
3: but we still, it still definitely happens.
2: <laughs> okay. Did you did,
1: so did you uh, manage to play Fest at all during these years?
3: Mm, no, not until way later. Okay. Yeah, what? five years ago or so. Okay. Well, we got invited to...
2: We did N Fest like you know the like seven years ago or so. No, I was oh, Gainesville Fest. Oh, Gainesville Fest. Oh, yeah. The yeah fest.
1: Sorry, I should have been a bit more specific.
2: Oh, yeah. Yo, I thought you meant just like Fest in general. Yeah, no, no we didn't. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I meant the Fest. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. We it was weird too because you know we were still living in Sarasota, Florida at the time, which is two and a half hours from Gainesville, so we went every year. We went and saw all of our favorite bands and. We were always excited to go. And, man, we and we knew a lot of people, too. And we would try to get on. And, man, it was just fucking impossible. Um, so, yeah, well, I was so, like, naive back then. You know, in my mind, I thought the Fest was this thing. I hope this isn't talking shit about the Fest. Uh, but I thought it was this thing where they sat around and they would listen to bands. And then that's how they chose them. Turns out, it's just about who you know. You just need a friend who knows somebody who... Uh, know somebody that works at the fest or that books bands or whatever or recommends you yeah. and that's that's what ended up happening it wasn't about the fact that we weren't putting out music or we didn't uh weren't you know trying it was just i just hadn't talked to anybody that could get us on <laughs> right. and eventually yeah. through some um i think it was one of the members of the homicide recommended us and then I talked to Tony from the fest, and then they were like, Yeah, you, do you guys want to play? And I was like, Yes, we've been fucking trying to play for years. We <laughs> yeah. had move away from Florida to be able to play. Yeah, I don't think we. Yeah, we didn't play the fest until we moved 2,000 miles from Florida, and then we started playing fest after we moved away, okay. which is ironic.
1: Sod's Law, as we would say here. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay.
1: I know I'm jumping forward a little bit, but like, so how did. It, so in those intervening years, like leading up to the records you put out last year how, how did uh, you know the, the the relationship with af records come about did you just get noticed by chris what's the guy called chris stowe or something like how how did how did that relationship come about
2: i sent out the demo via carrier pigeon um it was on a cd i have a carrier pigeon and so i sent it out and chris sent me back a letter via his carrier pigeon that said <laughs> i really like your record and i had a check for a million dollars connected to the pigeon's foot. And um,
1: So it was the usual route then, yeah.
2: Yeah, it, it, so it's kind of your typical story. I mean, it's, it's pretty boring, really. Um, no, so I sent out a bunch of, um, we'll call them press kits, but what it was is really just um, a dolled up email uh, with a photo of us with four songs from the record that we thought were strong yeah. and a description of who we are what we're trying to do, why we think your particular label would benefit from uh, putting our record out—basically, just kind of trying to like sell us to the people I was contacting. And I got a lot of contacts from friends that are in bigger bands, so I got like some personal emails, and then a lot of it was also just going on um, websites and finding like the general uh, email for wh- whoever does, yeah, whoever does their correspondence with like bands or whatever. And I probably sent out It was like 20 plus Emails of this like This press kit In quotations Um, And I got back A handful of responses You know a lot of no responses I got back a couple maybes Um, I got back some no's You know we don't have time Or we're not signing any new bands Or you know we like the songs But we can't do it this year All sorts of stuff And then um, Chris from AF was uh he knows nick woods who is our manager and good friend and and helped us out yeah from direct hit yeah Oh,
1: right okay okay i didn't know that okay cool
2: yeah i mean we say manager and it sounds kind of silly but like in a way like he is our guiding hand with a lot of stuff so he's helped us out a lot with figuring out how to be better songwriters how to just be smarter about booking stuff just you know, just be smarter as a band and fucking, uh, he made us smart. He made us smart. Um, (laughs) just like helping us figure shit out. Just like kind of where we were clueless. Um, he's just, he knows what he's doing. He's a good songwriter. He's a good businessman. Like he just knows how to run shit. And so I just needed some help doing that for rational anthem. Uh, so anyways, he shot me a text message while I was at work one night and he said, um, Chris from AF Records, which I didn't even expect them to respond. Really, I, they were one of the ones that I just I sent it out because a buddy of mine suggested that I do because they're a good label and they put out good bands, and it was just one of the ones in the pile. I was just like, yeah, I mean, they look like they're a good label, like, but I didn't expect to hear anything. And then uh, he said uh, that Chris from AF had texted him and that he was really interested in uh, putting our record out, and. uh so I didn't even hear it directly from Chris. And so I was all excited because I was like, oh, fuck, man, like, someone's, like, gonna do it. This is great. And then, like, a week went by, and I didn't hear a fucking word right. from Chris. And I hadn't even told Noelle and T, I was like, I think uh, this guy's gonna contact me. And I think that um, AF, like, from the way Nick made it sound, is they want they want to do our record. Mm. And um, a week went by, and no, <laughs> Chris hadn't said anything. And I didn't want to go blowing up his spot and email him. I was like, listen, if he wants to do it, I've already sent it out to him. So I'm not going to bug him. And then after like a week, I finally got an email from him. Yeah. And uh, that was basically like, yeah, I want to hop on the phone with you and talk about this. I really like the songs. Um, At this point, I think I had sent him the entire record. I think because there was a couple like I only sent out a handful of songs first. And then anybody that gave me an even slightly positive response, You send them all. I would send the whole record to So I would send him the whole record. So he wanted to talk about it. So we got on the phone uh, a few days later and uh, yeah, he was just like, I really like it. I think you wrote a really strong record. Um, it really reminds me of like the first time I heard dude ranch, oh, which nice. is like a huge compliment to us. Yeah, Cause yeah. you know, that's yeah. one of our favorite. That's all I ever
3: want to try to recreate. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. my favorite record of all time.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it's like, that's a, You know that album is the shit. So um, he was like, "It reminds me so much of that. I really like it." And uh, yeah, I want to put it out. And I was like, "That's fucking great." So then from there, we just talked about how all of that works, and he just kind of walked us through it and was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna. This is we're gonna put up the money to press it and do this and that." Mm -hmm. And that was that was that was it.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I didn't realize that you. So did you presume you just had funded the record yourself? It was all. It was all good to go, and you just originally you were just looking for someone to put it out which which songs from the record initially did you send just out of interest um <clears throat> i sent
2: welcome to paradise city which all these had diff- these they all had like working titles i didn't okay. even like, we didn't even have like the song they were all different titles but um yeah it was welcome to paradise city i think i uh unimaginary girlfriend
1: yeah that doesn't surprise me yeah yeah
2: yeah the, anything that was uh, i think i sent him dragger because i wanted a fast cool one and i oh, thought yeah. that was like a cool fast one i was oh, yeah. trying to mix it up a little bit and what the fuck else did i say i might have said i might have said i think i sent let it go because that's okay. just kind of a yeah. unique song
1: yeah yeah okay
2: yeah sense. yeah it was cool um yeah and chris has been great i finally got to what well, we got to meet him at fest i like, got just been talking and emailing and like phone calls and things like that and then um his band Marathons played fest
1: Yep. And he came to watch out for that.
2: Yes. Yep. Yep. And so uh and it was I felt bad because I I didn't know what Chris looked like. So we got done playing and our set was really good. We played in the afternoon, which is scary sometimes because they put us at a bigger venue and I was like, Wow, we're gonna look like fucking fools if nobody shows up. Um, but people showed up and it was really well attended. And then when we got done I went over to help out our buddy with merch, uh, our guy that does our merch for us. Yeah. And so I'm like helping get shirts and whatever. And this guy came up to me and he's like, Hey, what's up? And I was like, hi. (laughs) And he was like, what's going on? I was like, nothing. I was like, can I help you with anything? You want, you want to get something? He's like, I'm Chris. And I go, I'm Chris too. (laughs) And then we stared at each other. And he was like, you know, (laughs) I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> and then he was like, I'm Chris from AF. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I feel so bad. And I gave him a hug. I was like, fuck, man. I wasn't trying to like cool guy you. I was like, I just didn't. I needed a fucking million Chrises. I mean, I'm talking to one right now. And I was like, I just did, wasn't putting two and two together. I was like sweaty from fucking playing. And I was, you know, I was nervous because we played in front of a bunch of people. So I was kind of, my adrenaline was kind of going and stuff. But I just wasn't thinking. And he was like, yeah, it's Chris Mayer. I was like, oh, okay. And so I gave him a hug. And I bought him a shot of whiskey, and we did a shot of whiskey together.
3: And I told him, "Thank
1: you." <laughs> Beautiful. Did you, ever, did you did you did you get to hear what the anti flag guys think think of your band? If, if you had any interaction with them?
3: Yeah, they've been they've been posting about us on their Twitter and their Instagram. And yeah, as far as we know, they like us. They yeah. better like us they better. <laughs> fucking better. Well, I'm a whoop man.
4: <laughs> have you, have
3: you oh, met
2: them? Yeah. <laughs> um. We've never met them, and no, no, the only thing that I've seen, the only interaction is them tagging us on Twitter, and I think Justin from that band had a list of bands or or albums that he was recommending someone did an interview, and ours was one of them, and then they tagged us in something else, I think, on Twitter,
4: Yeah.
2: and we had like one little interaction with them. Um, on that on um, but other than that no i i haven't personally talked to any of them or um heard if they actually give a shit about it i i honestly don't know i think i think they've at least listened to it yeah
1: what do you guys think of their new album did you hear that
2: <laughs> i haven't listened to it yet i have not either i saw that they put out a single called dangerous the other week i think that's what it was called but no i haven't i haven't listened to it i haven't have you I
1: have, yeah. I really like it. I, um, you like it? I, I do. I like the direction they've gone in on, in this record and the one they did a couple of years back. It's a bit, bit more polished, a bit more poppy, but I think it works for where they are sure. at at the minute. Um, yeah, I'm down with it.
2: Yeah, it, and that bug is one of those... It's, I, I feel bad because like being on... I mean, Chris runs their label for them. I mean, they do have a hand in it for sure, and it's, it's obviously named after them. Um, but it's like what well, I feel bad almost because... Anti-Fly was one of those things I think when Noel and I were in high school so oh, I
3: loved them yeah and we
2: we, we would listen to anti thrive quite a bit, but I mean like as far as recent records, I don't think I've really kept up with them, and it's like yeah, yeah, it's not like in a mean way, not on purpose, not because' just uh, out of it. it's yeah, it's just like one of those things where i just i mean there's a lot of bands like that where I just after a certain time, I just didn't keep up with them yeah. as much, yeah. like I know they're so relevant and popular and yeah. people go to see them and I'm sure they're still writing good music. Um, but I just failed to keep up with them. Um, I saw' them on Instagram. So yeah, I saw they put out a new single. I'll definitely give, uh, the new album a listen. I'd like to hear it, but yeah, it's just one of those things where there's so much fucking music out there, man. And you know, at this point, I think I just listen to post Malone most of the time. So I don't really know <laughs> what I'm doing with my life. If I'm going to be honest. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, it happens, man. Like, I have, I have the exact same thing with Jimmy Eat World. Weirdly, like, I love Jimmy Eat World, but yeah, I've they put as, out something never, too, did not they? Yeah, yeah, and like, okay. I haven't, I haven't listened to a like a whole record by them for like ten years or something. I'll listen to the singles, but yeah, and it's nothing, yeah, but I still love them. It's weird. I have the exact same thing with them.
2: But, yeah, I think, I think, um, Jimmy Eat World is a good example of that. I think you're right. I could probably say the same thing because. Yeah, like new Jimmy Eat World, I think I heard one or two of the singles from yeah. their newest record, but yeah. I mean, aside from like Bleed American, uh, or what became self-titled, I guess, because yeah. of 9-11, um, I don't think I really kept up with them after that either. And It was never because I was like, I don't care about Jimmy Eat World or that band's lame now. Um, I just, I don't know, I listened to like that one album by them and then I just, I just kind of forgot, <laughs> which is weird.
1: What, what are like some of your all-time favorite bands outside of obviously we've established blink as one of them yeah yeah sorry guys i'm just gonna say I'm, I'm not gonna keep you guys for too much longer just because uh yeah you know, i know of all the technical issues we've had and uh but like you know it's just a couple of things i just want to ask at the end here and stuff yeah man Deville, you're you're
2: fine whenever you want to call it we're good yeah. um we're just hanging I, out. I have the day off and yeah, I have to understand the technical issues, but don't feel like
1: pressure or anything. Oh, yeah, oh, whenever I appreciate that. I f- I feel, yeah, but... I, f- I feel bad on my f- my fiance as well because I've kind of like taken over our living room. and She's been very patient with me, but like I, I, I'm, I'm. Is she there? As well, yeah. She she's she's uh, what's her name? Her name's uh,
2: Parisha. Parisha, the hell oh, the name? Yeah. What's up, Parisha? <laughs> um... How does she feel about Bitcoin eighty
3: two? Yeah. Uh...
1: <laughs> Parisha, so Chris from Rational Anthem says, "What's up?" and Annie says, how, "How do you feel about Blink 182?" I don't know if you heard that, but she just said her fiance loves them, which is true.
2: <laughs> so her, so her feelings are that you like them. Yeah, yeah. So that, that says a lot. That's all she needs to say. Exactly. Yeah, proof, that says I don't give a fuck about <laughs> Blink 182.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That that's accurate. I would say, yeah. I mean, yeah. I,
3: I, I like know. that you like them that's neat yeah okay <laughs> yeah I think that's a good person to have in your life if they tolerate it yeah, oh, yeah
2: exactly <laughs>
3: yeah um but so yeah other uh other influences i don't
2: know you go first
3: um i said i listen to a ton of newfound glory nice. uh dear landlord copyrights nice. um I don't talk about it a lot, but I'm, I listen to the Beatles a hell of a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty much it. just a whole lot of pop pong and the Beatles. Yeah. There's some ELO in there too. Some
2: ELO. Um, I, I mean, I can just say the same thing as Noel. I would say as far, it's weird because as far as songwriting goes, or like ripping shit off or being influenced, I think all of those are great references to copyrights. Yeah. And your landlord, rest in peace. um, All those bands. And that's what we emulate a lot of the time. But as far as like listening, I mean, I like, you know, one of my favorites is, you know, Tom Petty is probably my all-time favorite. He's up there.
1: Yeah, he's a songwriter.
2: Yeah, shit like that. But like when it just comes to listening, man, I'm all over the fucking place. Like when I, if I go to the gym, it could be like depending on the day. The other day I was listening to, a newfound glory album, and then I oh, yeah. switched over to Tupac, and then I listened to Run the Jewels for a half hour. So, like, dude, it's all over the fucking place. I'll put on like uh, Alan Jackson, like I like, oh, I like, or Garth Brooks. I like country music. So, like, if I'm not trying to write Joe something, Joe Dizzy, <laughs> Joe Dizzy yeah. Um, if I'm not trying to write something or sit down and write a song with Noel, it could be fucking anything. Um, yeah. But when it comes to songwriting, I, I think. The bands that Noel uh, referenced are, are probably probably the most influential as yeah. far as being like, man, how can we write a song as good as, you know, insert Newfound you Glory? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it just depends.
1: Yeah. No, that makes sense. You can hear that in, in your guys' sound for sure. Um, just so I suppose, kind of related to that, a couple of pretty much generic questions, but I am interested in this, particularly with you guys, because, you know, we have come from a similar kind of taste in music. So, I want to ask what have been some of your favorite bands that you have toured with and then follow that up with like, you know, who, who are the dreams? Who, who, who would you like to see you guys touring with over <laughs> the next few years?
3: Ooh, favorite bands I've toured with. Um, I mean, I just did a tour with uh, a band from California called Get Married that I had such a blast hanging out with. They're just all good people. And oh, yeah, yeah oh, I love yeah. hanging out with them. Um, yeah, they were fun. We rational met for like, Four days of that tour. Oh, I was playing in a, a band called the Murder Burgers at the time. Oh,
2: uh yeah, I know them.
3: Yeah, you know, you know, know you know, you know, we Fraser, the the
2: singer, the songwriter, the, the Murder Burger. He is the Burger. Have you have you met him before? Did you say
1: the Murder Burger? Hang on, yeah, this is, it's this it's same... like Fraser, 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 Fraser. What is this the the Scottish band, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't know them personally, but yeah, I, I know of them.
2: Okay. Yeah, Fraser is the, it, he is the band. I mean, it depends on who he has playing, but he writes everything. That that one of the funnest tours we ever went on, in my opinion, was with them. We did like like three or four weeks or something with them. Of uh, like, well, we've done a couple tours with them, but I've always had a really good time touring with them and Fraser in particular. Okay. Um, yeah, get married were a lot of fun um with sick homicide when they were when they were banned um we did a few days with direct hit last year and we we're getting ready to go do a few more days with direct hit next month i saw that um, with, with
1: limbeck as well is that right well yeah, yeah yeah yep yep um i didn't know that they were still a thing if was, i was
2: pleasantly surprised to see limbeck's name there. that's what people keep saying to me okay i've never i'm gonna be honest i've never listened to limbeck People seem to really like them, and every time I mention that we're about to go do a few days with them, people say exactly what you just said. They're like, "Oh man, I love this! I can't believe they're still together." And I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> me <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yep." <laughs> I'm like, "I never, I never. Maybe I'm gonna end up falling in love with them." Um, I am really sad. Yeah. So, Direct Hit's always great because um, their songs and albums fucking rule, and it's so fun to get to watch them play every night. Yeah. Um, they have a shit ton of energy, and they just. They're just really exciting to watch. Yeah,
1: I've seen them before. I've seen them before. They're yeah. great.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they fucking bring it, dude. When they play, they mean it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 100%.
2: Yeah. Um, and in addition to that, not Band truewood, with, but I don't think Noel's familiar with this guy, but one of the... Um, so it's Limback and Ductet and Us next month, and then there's this guy, Juicebox. I, just, I don't know who Juicebox is. He's fucking awesome. I listened to his... Uh, He's a rapper. He is a rapper. Yeah, okay. He's white dude. He's like a rapper. rapper. Yeah. But I, I've heard of him. He sounds like, a lot of this shit sounds like the Beastie Boys, kind of. He has a lot, you can tell there's a lot of that influence. Um, I forget, uh, uh, Freaked Out yeah. American Loser, I think, was the single on his last album. And it might have been the album title. Uh, I might be wrong, but I think it was called Freaked Out American Loser. Either yeah. way, this kid is fucking awesome. And I am, Really excited to get to watch him uh, for a couple nights and get to see him perform because okay, cool. he is super fucking fun. And his songs are great. He has like a punk rock influence and a hip hop influence, like very much a Beastie Boys vibe. And I'm all about that. So that guy's pretty cool. We haven't played shows with him yet, but we're about to. And I'm psyched.
1: Get this, guys. This, uh, sorry to dwell on. I don't want to dwell on the Limbeck thing too much. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. Like this is really weird. Like, so I haven't thought about or listened to Limbeck for quite a long time. But I've, they were one of their songs was in my dream last night, just out of nowhere. And then how cool To go that you guys are playing with them. That yeah, that 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 that. Was there you go. Really weird there.
3: Yeah. What What does it mean? What does it mean? Yeah. <laughs> what does it mean? It means we're gonna get
2: rich. Yep. Get yeah. that Limbeck
1: money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, no, I suppose real quick and like, so if you could tour with. Anyone? I was. I assume Blink would be one of your answers, but like, sure. who else would be out there for you
2: Yeah. Um. Newfound Glory. Newfound Glory.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
2: Yeah, I think I'd die happy. Yeah. Noel and I have been going to see Newfound Glory since we were like fucking fifteen years old, uh and oddly enough, we have a friend. <laughs> um, that we grew up with. And her cousin who she's close with is Jordan Pundik, the singer of Newfound Glory. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. And we've, we've met Jordan. We've met the band before. Like oh, okay. we, we've been, we've been nerds about that band forever. And they're another Florida band, but our friend Essie who we grew up with is like, you know, she, she sees Jordan multiple times a year. They were just at a okay. wedding together okay. and she knows we're big Newfound Glory nerds. And so she'll send me pictures of them like hanging out. I'm like, oh, tell your cousin to take my fucking band on tour, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm begging you. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's definitely, so, I mean, you could see that happening, like the, the, you know, the trajectory you guys are on, like that's not beyond the realms of possibility, and you've got the link there, so let's, let's hope I, that happens.
2: Fingers crossed, man, we're, like, that would be, that would be the shit. I would, I, honestly, I think that, I, I, I don't ask a whole lot in life, but, uh, <laughs> being able to go on like a solid tour with Newfound Glory, and be the fucking opening band, I'd die a happy
1: man. There you go. Yeah. It's not asking too much. And, and I also just want to ask, like, um, UK, have you made it over this way? I, I, you mentioned the Murder Burgers, or is that just been tours in the States?
3: We did a handful of years ago. Uh, the Murder Burgers actually took us out on a tour over there for about a month. Okay. Um, Where did you get to? It was awesome and also a total nightmare at the same time. So we just had tons of van troubles oh, and right. bullshit. Yeah yeah um but it was fun but it was yeah it was a it was kind of a clusterfuck yeah, yeah. Uh, okay but okay. so we have been over there once we're planning on doing it again sometime in the future we don't know when but it'd okay. be awesome to get back over
1: yeah for sure For sure yeah we'll we'll, we'll be looking out for that definitely it'd be good to see you guys see you guys live
2: yeah yeah we'll make it back i don't know if it'll be this year but i would i would hope next year if anything but uh yeah we'll definitely be back we did we did the uk and then we did mainland europe i think we did like a it was a it was a long tour that was like a month okay um that we did uh between the two and uh yeah as fucked up as it was we still had a lot of fun so (laughs) this time it'd be nice to get like a a solid booking agent behind it and and really set it up yeah a little more solid and make Mm -hmm. it and do it well in advance and um and make it make it right get one of those fucking sprinter vans you know don't kind of spread out yeah kind of spread
3: out take like a nap
1: right guys i um probably gonna have to leave it there i want to thank yeah, you both yeah. th- so much for giving me your time um yeah of course hey thanks for having us yeah no it's been really cool i've been been wanting to speak to you guys for a while because i re- really really like the album um, awesome yeah, it was one of my favorites at the back end of last year and dance. what's your favorite song
2: chris so i know you're not a fucking poser okay
1: uh, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna hopefully i'll hold my <laughs> ground here so it's it's the penultimate song it's called is it called better luck than something hang on let me go better get better better get better that's it uh, like
2: that's that song almost didn't even wind up on the album yeah right what? Oh, that
1: you was you that,
2: that was the last minute oh really it's, yeah um, we, we had another song in place of it and then oh. A Luke from the copyrights recorded and produced the record and he was listening to our demos and he goes, you, he's like, put that song on the record, not this one. I was like, oh, okay. And then we did and then people keep saying they like
1: it. Yeah? <laughs> it's, it's the chorus. It's, it, it's so catchy. Except I don't understand why it doesn't come back for a Because th- I think the chorus only happens twice and that, that bums me out. But doesn't take away my love for the song. I could be wrong. Blame Luke the of the
3: copyrights for that. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's his fault. Listen, when I wrote that, I had the chorus in there like seven times, and he was just like, no. Luke said, Luke said cut that shit out. You got
2: to gotta fucking end this song.
1: Right. Okay. So I'll blame him for that. But yeah, but that's probably my favorite one. But, but I like a whole
2: bunch cool. of songs. Cool. Because you know, we have to start practicing uh, for our shows coming up. So we will, we're going to throw that one in the mix.
1: Nice. Nice. Yep. You guys definitely need to do that. Um, cool yeah. Yeah. okay yeah thank, uh, thanks again guys and uh, yeah sure we'll, yeah, man
3: thank
2: you
1: stay in touch and maybe we'll get to do this in person when, when, when you make it over this way
2: really, that'd be great and make sure Nick knows that we will never fucking forgive him he better <laughs> not be there when we show up yeah <laughs> otherwise there's big trouble coming his way yeah. I'm gonna a footy yeah. in his head. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will
1: endeavor to do that for sure definitely uh, okay thanks um, so much Chris alright right, Noel Chris been awesome thanks so much guys thank you for listening if you liked what you heard we'd love it if you could subscribe to us uh wherever you get your podcast whether that's itunes or spotify or stitcher or any anywhere like that um also check us out on social media If, if you just search for wasting time podcast on instagram or twitter or facebook give us a like or a follow on any of those and also we love hearing from listeners as well so uh, feel free anytime to drop us an email at the Podcast at gmail.com or obviously message us on social media as well. But um, yeah, we'll catch you next time. For you to arrive. I can't
4: wait for you to arrive and we'll